welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the retrospective podcast about Nintendo Power. Uh, this is the second half of issue 26, the Robin Hood issue. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me is John. Howdy. And we uh, unfortunately lost Ben to family duties for the second half, so we're going to uh, just knock this out and uh, go through the rest of this issue and uh, call it a day is the plan. So, um, yeah, so far we've had... Uh, Little Mermaid, uh, Robin Hood, Bill and Ted. Uh, now we're moving on to the Game Boy uh, half of the of the uh, issue here. Yep. So special feature Game Boy. We're serving up a big menu of Game Boy reviews in this issue, and it's games we think we've already played: Dick Tracy, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, Blades of Steel, Navy Seals. I don't remember that game, but okay. Yeah, because you know you want kids to beat Charlie Sheen killing people. <laughs> Altered Space, uh, Sneaky Snakes, Snakes yeah. and Infogenius. Which I'm actually intrigued about that, because it's saying it's a personal organizer, so turning your Game Boy into an organizer, which doesn't sound like a good idea, but let's see what it is. All right, so... Who Framed Roger uh, Rabbit? Yeah. It's by Capcom. Which, so, um, mm-hmm. should be better? The original on the NES was LJN, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. But... Let's this see. one's by Capcom, so who knows? It might be a decent game. <laughs> Unless Capcom has decided, hey, let's do a good LJN impression. Yeah, so Cap Capcom... Oh, that's weird. Capcom did one of them, but LJN did the other? Yeah, in this, yeah anyway. In, in this one, you don't play... Um, in the Nintendo version, you played Eddie Valant. But in this one, you get to play Roger Rabbit himself. Wait, Rare was involved with one of these. According to this, to the wiki. It wasn't this one, was it? I... No, I just see Capcom mentioned. Okay, so maybe Rare was involved with the NES version. Oh, they can't. Oh, God. It would be Zany and Funny. Rare was the developer, LJM was the publisher. Oh, that's... Rare, that's a big strike against you. Sorry, buddies. Alright, so, anyway, yeah, this definitely looks like the original NES game, like, sort of miniaturized. They have the same sort of, like, city layout where you go into the different buildings, it looks like, uh, looking for items. So, yeah, I mean, they've pretty much taken the game concept and recreated it in... It's not. A, it's definitely not a port, but yeah, because um, you it, it controls. It looks so much different mm-hmm. in that you you have like an overhead view, and it looks like you're Roger Rabbit instead of Eddie Valance. So <laughs> instead of gathering evidence, you're just punching weasels and yeah. So it who knows what this game plays like. It's definitely going to play differently because I, yeah, I don't see I, anything but where it's you the have same. to use jokes to uh, get to get away from weasels <clears> or shit. So. It's the same dynamic, though, in the sense of, like, you go into the buildings and explore looking for for items, so... Yeah. Yeah, but it looks like, unless I'm mistaken, the doors that are... You don't have to... You can know which ones you can go into, because the doors are open. Right, and they... So they've broken the... They've broken the game down into, like, map grid, if you look at the, like, page 54 and 55, and then they give you the grid numbers for the buildings that you need to go to. Um, so... If you want to play the Game Boy game, I would definitely have these four f- pages on hand because it's going to save you a bunch of time. Yeah, they, uh, wise, so. they make it. They make it playable. Even yeah, if they, they can't make it good, but they can make it playable. 
It doesn't look like there's too much game here, though. Like, this looks like the entirety of the game, so... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So coming up next is InfoGenius Productivity Pack. Game Boy isn't just for playing games anymore. Game Tech's new productivity packs are the first to tap Game Boy's powerful microprocessing capabilities for more practical purposes. And the uh, the starting lineup of this of this series is the Travel Guide, the Spell Checker, the Personal Organizer, Spanish, and French. But it doesn't have anything in here about... Oh, there it is, Travel Guide. Okay. Okay, so we got this guy animated in the uh, Yeah, for comics. the spell checker, the spell checker function. And Let's this see. guy, he's definitely on the spectrum. The, <laughs> the, you, you look at his hair and his eyes and his constantly bemused face. Like this guy is... Uh, he's not like the so, genius end of the spectrum. So either. wait, this isn't... This is really frustrating... So they're, they're selling five games. Each game does one thing, is what it looks like. Yeah. It's not one... Instead of you know what, if, one if this was like one game with all of this, may, maybe, like may, maybe I would like sort of think about doing this, but I'm not going to buy a Game Boy spell checker cartridge. Are you kidding the me? The travel like, guide is freaking great, because in it, you get a perfectly dated selection of all the hotels restaurants, sites, and shopping that you can find in Seattle or Atlanta, Boston, yeah, see, Chicago, see, yeah, Denver, yeah. Honolulu, Las Vegas, Los Angeles. Oh my gosh. That's weird. They have like Santa Fe, but not Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> but, and uh, Captain Autism is doing a Statue of Liberty impression with his Game Boy and a book saying, I love New York. So yeah, basically it's just a little like miniaturized phone book for you know, travel stuff for the the cities from from at least it's from Frommers who they do put out quality guides. So at least it has that going for it. Yep. And then we, um, the, then we have uh, Spanish and English. Uh, looks like translators is what it works. Yeah. Yeah. And now we got uh, Captain Autism taking flight. <laughs> I guess he got thrown by the bull, and he's like, "I thought I asked to see the matador, not be the matador." <laughs> and then there's a French one too. Uh, not, not, French, enough, French, not fresh enough American than never satisfied. And uh, this is not what I meant when I asked for the fresh catch of the day. Uh, and the way it's drawn, okay. it looks like his date has a uh, has a bane mask on. Yeah, you are not and going to be satisfying me tonight. The octopus <laughs> is supposed to be drawn like it has like black eyeballs or whatever, but it looks kind of like a bird head on top of the octopus the way they drew it. <laughs> It right. looks like they put a penguin's head on yeah. top of an octopus's corpse. It's, anyway, it's like a re it's like a rejected sketch for the end of the Watchmen. And then the final thing you can get is a <coughs> personal organizer that has a phone directory, appointments calendar, eight hundred number list. <laughs> yeah, for one eight hundred numbers. Right, I get it. Um, I like the appointments. World, Renew subscription world. to Nintendo Power. <laughs> um is that what's is that in there let's see oh yeah <laughs> that's funny uh there's a notepad and a calculator i mean that's borderline usable obviously a note like just a notebook or something would work better i mean it is kind of cool that it will tell you what time it is in other cities like obviously a cell phone at this point has completely supplanted all of this but considering that that wasn't available to people at this time you know eh, it's it's 
It's a good idea. Well, I I guarantee you this didn't sell very well. People but, had to wait um, eight. It's either play. It's either use this now or wait eight years for the Newton. <laughs> yeah, and then we get to see. But the, obviously, the, what'll it'll it'll uh, it'll suffer too much from the input. Like having to use a D pad and just two buttons. Like this would just have yeah. Been the nightmare. fact that you can use a touchpad to enter in all this stuff severely slows down any input to frustrating flip phone technology yeah i what i'll say very clever that like someone tried to implement this like i, I my hat's off to them for at least you know trying. going and trying this but um obviously subsequent technology has supplanted it completely but um you know hey it's kind of yep and then the next game Sneaky snakes. Sneaky snakes. Sneaky snakes. Snake. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> All right. I think is this is this related to the other snake game that? Um. um no, this is Trade West, not Rare. So yeah, no, just it's funny that there's two very very similar. Oh, Trade snakes. West portable follow up to Snake Rattle and Roll. Oh, okay, so it is related. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a snake platformer, a rather unremarkable one at that. <clears throat> the mountains in the back of the animation looks kind of cool, though. Yeah. But, and then what? We have Navy Seals, which is based on the Charlie the Charlie Sheen movie. So there you go. Yep. So you can shoot things. <laughs> Look how bad it looks though. Like on page sixty-five, like the figure is like shooting at each other. He's got his gun like right to the enemy's head. <laughs> like, I love the, yeah. Uh, the cutscenes here in the Game Boy look great though. Yeah, like some of these animated. Yeah, that looks really cool. But the game itself looks just. Ugh, well, that's where all the memory went. Yeah. Look at the. It, are they like using a dotted line to show? The, the line of sight where the bullet will travel? Or is he carrying a fucking drill to to put in the enemy's heads? <laughs> Both. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's no way I'm playing that game. So, anyway, uh, well, uh, let's see. It, it, it wouldn't be a Charlie Sheen game if you're not going around drilling everything in sight. <laughs> he did a little too much of that. Uh, let's see, we have Dick Tracy uh, by Bondi. It really sounds like how someone begins in uh, in creating, uh, illustrating porn. They begin with the Dick Tracy. <laughs> it looks rather... God, this, this whole issue's just been so unremarkable. <laughs> this is not Nintendo Power's best, unfortunately. Uh, Howard, we miss you, because this is what Nintendo does without you. Yeah, it immediately falls off. Ugh, Next is uh, Altered Space, which... <laughs> I kept waiting for uh, a scene where a guy transmutes uh, from one human to another, but then <laughs> I realized, no, that's altered states. <laughs> um, it looks kind of like that, um, what was this Sol Solstice game Cube that I liked? On well, the it looks like Hubert. Right, but I'm talking about the the yeah, Solstice was medieval one, yeah. yeah, like it looks kind of like a Game Boy version of that. Uh, isometric Hubert, yeah, right view. Um, and it looks like there's three levels on this spaceship that you have to get through. Um, they do do, I mean, considering how much space they had for the game, the fact that they've got kind of a map as the way through is 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 pretty helpful here. Like if you wanted to play this game, um, but it's very much sort of your bland 
you know, first generation Game Boy, <laughs> uh, you know, run of, of games oh, here. Speaking so. about bland, Blades of Steel. Look at this artwork here for like <laughs> the goalie neo punk Jason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks like um, it looks like he's they tried to do a hockey game, a hockey but uh, very much this um, generation of games did not do well with the the amount of stuff that they could display. Like, it's obviously having a tough time, you know, getting everything on. Hockey just doesn't translate to a Game Boy screen screen very well, unfortunately. So. Um, but yeah, it looks like, uh, it has about eight teams <laughs> to pick from and yeah. Did you see this, uh, this artwork with the two guys fighting? Yeah. God. Are, are those like football gloves or hockey gloves? Cause they don't look, they don't look like hockey gloves. I don't know what's going it on there, like but it looks like they got football helmets instead of, or more it looks like helmets. Roller derby or some shit. Um, and then that, like, the illustration of how you can fake out the goalie, like, it looks like they put all the power of the Game Boy into, like, rendering that one goalie there for the animation of that, so. I know, and I don't recall any, I don't recall any team with a circle and an H on it. <laughs> and, you know what, they have the teams mentioned up here, Tor- Toronto, New York, Los Angeles, Vancouver, Montreal, Minnesota, none of them start with an H. Why? Where's the H thing? I don't see what you're talking no, about. No, the same. The, no, the team with like the hockey, punk, psycho, motorcycle footballers brawling oh. out. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's probably just some clip art they had, would be my guess. Um, and I went to look for the score. What's this called again? Blades of Steel? Yeah. Uh, in the mid threes. So they're saying it's playable. It's a game. <laughs> All right, uh, classify Game Boy information Pfft, doesn't really ring anything there. Nothing, I don't know. You can fly through a wall in Burai Fighter, apparently. Ooh, great. Yeah, big deal. I could do that in Super Mario Three. <laughs> All I've got to do is. And scratch. then uh, top ten is still Super Mario Land. That game just keeps selling. Final Fantasy Legend and Follow the Foot Clan from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, the Punisher was out on the Game Boy. By LJN, of course. Yep. But it got 3.3, 3.6, 2.5 for control or challenge. So it's an easy game. And for T, theme and fun, 2.5. Oh, LJN. Maybe one day you'll make a game with a four in it. <laughs> All right. Now we're on to the now playing. That So these are games that uh, didn't quite make the cut for the issue as far as features but uh they have a little little blurbs here on the different games uh we have high speed which is a a video pinball game we've seen quite a few video pinball this looks cool uh yeah there's like that that one with the the track looks kind of like the the race track and stuff and it looks pretty interesting um and that obviously the bulk of the page has this like sort of ominous dark pinball um you know, layout. So, Which looks I mean, cool. it's pinball. It's got like several tracks for the ball to to, to uh, mm-hmm. go up, down, spin around. So, it looks, looks kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. We have Legends of the Diamond, which I don't know how this game got made. I'm gonna be honest with you, because the licensing on this, there's no way this gets made today. But uh, let's see, it's 30 of baseball's Hall of Famers make it to Bondi's Legends of the Diamond, where they're 
So it's an NES baseball game yeah. where you pick f- uh, the. Li- I mean, this is an amazing list of players. Yeah, Cy Young, Dizzy Dean, Lefty Gomez, Whitey Ford, Bob Gibson, Steve Carlton, Mickey Cochran, Lou Gehrig. So I guess like this is like the non-shaky version. Oh, God. All right. Uh, John, Billy Herman, Jimmy Fox, Rogers Hornsby, Honus Wagner, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Tris Speaker. Actually, fun story about Ty Cobb, by the way. Someone uh, called him. Not as racist as everyone thought he was. Oh, no. Incredibly racist. Terrible person. Someone actually once implied that he liked black people, and he went into the stands and nearly beat the guy to within an inch of his life. Like... Absolutely terrible person. So, uh, and then fun, he goes on fact. to say like a or like a Willie McCovey or a, uh, think, Willie, Willie McCovey, McCovey. By the way, McCovey. Yeah, he was like he said like he was like the only uh, the only person he would pay to watch play. <laughs> so apparently he he lost his racism. Uh, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> oh, I read his Wikipedia. Person. Apparently he he mellowed out after he retired, but before he retired, oh boy. Yeah, Joe Torre, Billy Williams, Hank Aaron, Willie Stargell, Roberto Clemente. I mean, like if, if you were if you were going to put together a list of like early twentieth century players, well, yeah, there was a few later like Steve Carlton, yeah, and Hank Aaron, Billy Williams, Joe Torre. But I mean, like this is an amazing group of play. Like this is a, a really fun concept um, like, sports game. It's the closest thing you get to fantasy baseball. Yeah. Except this, these are guys are better than the guys you have in fantasy baseball now. So I might actually go try to dig this up and see if it's playable because it's kind of a fun idea. Yeah, it, make it promises so much. You got to see where it fails. Yeah. I mean, the game's probably terrible, but the fact that it has all these players, like, that's just fun. So, yeah. All right. And then yeah, we have we bring uh, Lou Gehrig and he, like, rolls up to the plate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why would they name him that? There's a disease. Like, I mean, you're just asking for trouble. Like,. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> I got over horizon. Wait, not over the horizon, just over horizon. Yeah, uh, so is a space shooter? Is that what this is? I can't really tell. I, maybe he had a girlfriend named Horizon. You know, he figured like, <laughs> fuck it, now I'm over her. Yeah, sp- there. While there are dozens of space shooters for NAS, none of them have customized weapons. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, customizable weapons. They don't have like numerous power ups, and yeah, I'm pretty sure none of them have like. Uh, vaguely organic or insecty, insect-like levels bosses. <laughs> no, because this is do- totally unique and original. Yeah, and it's one of those things like does, I don't understand why publishers kept doing this. Like, There's so many of this game that's already out. Like, I don't, Why would you bother making... Anyway, whatever. So... Um, it looks like there's a Ooh, video there's rock stages with like living lava. Ooh. Yeah. All right, Ooh, and, and then there's fortress ship. Videomation, which is an animation and art. So it's kind of like Mario Paint before Mario Paint is what it kind of looks like. Yeah. I can't imagine. Um, it's a, this artwork looks too good for anyone to make. Yeah, someone did, someone who's really good did stuff in here. Like artistic, it. but that's it. <sighs> like, you know, you tell me that anyone who would put this much time and effort who didn't have things better things to do or friends or you know get an actual art studio with like a paper yeah because i mean look at the canvas. look at on on the right it shows more like what you and i would do if we had an hour with this game <laughs> like a random car like kind of rudimentally drawn yeah a car with like some degree of curve yeah so uh 
again, uh, ahead of its time idea. It didn't even really work that great with Mario Paint. I'm sure this is a lot worse. <laughs> so oh, check this out. Graphics, 2.4. And it's a fucking visual studio. Yeah. It, it, graphics are the main thing. Yeah. 2.4. So, anyway. All right. So... Then we're on to the players' poll. Well, we look at contest. The, uh, well, I thought we were going to look at other things like the Little Mermaid, which scored pretty damn high, like four point one for graphics, four point one for theme and fun. And then we got Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. What the hell are they doing? Giving it a four point three for theme. You might want to play that just to see if it actually like plays better than it looks. And. Yeah, we got Bill and Ted's video game adventure. 2.2 for <laughs> playability. Oh, yeah, I was just distracted by this buzzing sound, and I don't know if it was my my phone buzzing, but no, apparently okay. someone's cutting grass outside. Well, anyway, all right, on to the players' poll because we don't really care about game scores. Oh, uh, let's see. This what contest we have? is fantastic. Yeah. Fourth prize: the, the Nintendo Power jerseys. Probably the, they cut Howard out the, though. The last ones to smell like Howard. <laughs> we got third uh, prize, the NES Advantage joysticks, which is pretty damn awesome because you feel like you're playing in an arcade at home. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you the got six prize, Game Boys for the second for second place, which is pretty damn sweet to get for sending in a piece of paper. Yeah, but and then the one, piece de resistance, three two, grand prize winners. Oh, this is friggin' yeah! This is like the coup de grace. Three trips to Nintendo headquarters where winners can pick up and leave with a Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Ugh, That's th amazing. Like One of the first ones. So you, Nintendo brings you out to Nintendo, gives you a tour, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, and they give you a Super Nintendo to go home with. Yeah, it's that's. I mean, there's some been some really cool content. I mean, obviously monetarily, there's been some prizes they've given out that are worth a lot more than this, but. Oh, it's memories. still really cool of them. I mean, like, yeah. these systems will last forever. So <laughs> Yeah, they still run. I mean, Super, Super Nintendo's like, I see people getting them and, you know, off of Craigslist and eBay and stuff, and they're still running well. I mean, these things are built pretty well. I mean, remember, like, the Xbox, what, the 360, like, the <laughs> ones that people bought. Ones. Yeah, I mean, people, like, were burning them out within months, and, like, these things still run, like, turn on and run, like, the day you bought them. I mean... Yeah, and like the Game Boy, come on, like they can survive a, a fire bombing in Desert Storm. Right. Like, the, so, like this is some quality shit that's going to last. So I really wish I could enter this uh, after the deadline because it'd be cool to get one of those from Nintendo. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. Well, uh, we, we, counselor's we, if Corner? If we keep doing this podcast, who knows? <laughs> then I'd be like, yeah. man, you guys are well, repping us old school. We'll send you some swag. We'll either get that or a cease and desist. One of those will happen shortly <laughs> on Playing With Power. All right. Uh, counselor's Corner. Yeah, we're talking about Deja Vu, uh, Legend of Zelda. Uh, fuck that. Let's get to the counselors. Yep. We got All Ken right. Swatman, who's got like a, a wild mullet in full effect. Uh, we got Joyce Davis, who looks like... Oh, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. You just don't get to keep... All right. We get to talk about these. This, this is the whole reason for doing this freaking podcast is to make fun of these goddamn counselors. So, all right, Ken uh, uh, Swatman. Right, let's elaborate on Ken Yeah, Scat. come on. Don't, Let, don't, let's don't. elaborate on the, the Scatman. All right, yeah. Uh, his favorite game is Batman, which is matched by his Joker smile. <laughs> and 
Uh, he enjoys rock climbing, playing guitar, and hiking. So there we go. Um, he's been a he's been a counselor uh, for a little over a year. They're all they all started. That's weird. They it's like apparently at so what is this July oh, of ninety one February of nineteen ninety yeah. So like at a year and four months or five months, you apparently your profile goes up in Nintendo Power is is the reward. <laughs> there was an exodus, so they had right. to they had to start a a recruitment drive. Or maybe they got through their like so they got through their review period at, at in July of ninety. And then, like, at a year beyond that, you get your Nintendo Power, would be my guess. So, anyway, all right. So, yes, then we have Joyce Davis, who looks like a prototypical call center worker. Oh, no, I've got a better one. She looks like our live version of Kuki Kwan, number one on the West Side. <laughs> and, <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. Her are cooking and playing Nintendo games. Yeah. She finished The Legend just... of Zelda in four hours. And Legend of Zelda is her favorite game as well. So she seems like a nice enough girl, though. I mean, no, this, yeah. this next one is a fucking liar. Bruce <laughs> okay. White, whose hobbies include listening to music, dancing, reading, and eating pizza. Well, that's everyone's hobby. It's not a hobby. It's a fucking... That's like, yeah, I breathe. Anyway. NES accomplished... Why are you calling him a... Why you, wait, why are you calling him a liar? Is this, this because, is because, of this. because of the accomplishment? Okay. The NES accomplishment. Finish the Legend of Zelda without a sword. Is that is that possible? Can you, you do can, that? You can get to Ganon without a sword. But yeah, the sword is what's needed to finish him off after you shoot him with the arrow. Well, maybe, maybe he's saying like he, he did everything up to that point without using the sword. Just like just arrows and slingshots. That's, that's when you say... Got to Ganon in Zelda without a sword. Right. Okay. This guy, this guy, freaking lied. You don't, you can't finish the game, but you can almost, you can get to the last boss without and the sword. Is he wearing a denim suit in his photo? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> what material is that suit made out of? Just, because it looks like just like an acid washed, stone washed, stone acid washed denim jacket. Uh, anyway, yeah, and then we, and then, uh, Wally, and then we have the cream, Wally Blake, the, the De La Crop, <laughs> Wally Blake, the Mario cosplayer. Oh dear lord! Who um, looks like Mario's dad? Yeah, hobbies Nintendo with an exclamation mark. There's no way he hasn't lost both feet to diabetes. Is, <laughs> is what I would say about best, Wally Blake. Best. Or how he has how he hasn't ended up on an amber alert with that mustache. Oh god, yeah, he, guys, look up this issue. All right, page eighty five of we, issue twenty six. Post this on our Facebook page. Yeah, like no offense to Wally Blake, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but you don't look that like mustache. A nice guy. That mustache was not a good call, buddy. Like you really, yeah, uh, yeah. I might do a screen grab of that, put that up on the Facebook because uh, yeah, that was not your best decision. So, which is a shame because I got to applaud his NES games, Dragon Warrior Two and Final Fantasy. Yeah, he's your people, and you're you're here putting them down. So, all right. What else do we have? We have yeah. Feria tips. Yeah, ha- hashtag not all gamers. <laughs> uh, Feria tip. Puznik. Where is the princess in the Gelf Tower? And son of a bitch, this is a lot of talking. Yeah, it's a wall of text. Uh, that's a page of text. To the first statue, to the second statue, to the window, to the walls. Ugh. Look at the animation for the princess. That's kind of cool. She looks interesting. Oh, shit. That's a woman. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I like yeah. the uh, 
oh my god, this is a game I never heard of, Puznik. Mm-hmm. How do I complete level 12-6? Turn it off. <laughs> Don't play it. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a kind of mobile game that you would see with like kind of Candy Crush kind of feel to it or what yeah, I mean not really, but I mean like it's it's just like a kind mobile of, game that you would drag your fingers to solve puzzles. Right, yeah, it looks like, you know, kind of a sliding puzzle kind of game. Yeah, so. ahead of its time. All right, top 30. What do we have? We have number 1, Mario Brothers 3 with 9,700 points. Number 2, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Arcade at 9,000 and Final Fantasy still coming strong with 6,200 points and then uh, the rest of the top 10 or top 10 Mega Man 3 Simpsons Bart vs. the Space Mutants Star Tropics Dragon Warrior 2 Tetris Crystallis and Dr. Mario I cannot believe The Simpsons is that high oh yep guess who made it high The Dealers with <laughs> A huge number of points from the dealers. So, yeah, they're trumping up. The dealers bought a bunch of them and want to get rid of them. So, yeah, I really think they should take the dealers out of it. Should, I mean, I can understand pros and players, but dealers who have a vested interest in selling. Because, I mean, look, look at the, uh, the, the <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had 9000 points, but 5000 of those points were from dealers. Now, don't get me wrong. It's still where is it? Is it even in the top 30 for pros? Am I missing it? Uh... I'm not seeing it. So, like, but Bart players and dealers <laughs> oh, like it, this. but the pros hate it. Oh, the, the dealers. Bart versus the Space Mutants got 3,421 points. And the pros picks, it got, it's at 19 with 585. And it doesn't show up on the players. Oh, oh, oh no, no, it does. Players, it's number five. Oh, I'm shit, sorry, it's, yeah. It's in the top five. It's, it's Well, you gotta remember, the, the game had come out and it was a Simpsons game, so... Yeah, people were... They were playing it, but who said that they liked it afterwards? They had to check it out because so, they just thought, oh, it's a Simpsons property. And the arcade game was friggin' fantastic. That friggin' game. I, look at that, though. There's only one new game in the entire run for this month. is Caveman Games at 23. Everything else has been... Nobunaga's ambition didn't even make the players pull. Yeah. So anyway, all right. On to the celebrity profile. I've never heard of this person. <laughs> I guess she was on Night Court, uh, which I never really yeah, watched. Yeah, she was like the bailiff, or at least, bailiff, or the, at least the, the woman sharp, who... sharp tongue woman of color bailiff, apparently. So, yeah, the 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 prototypical sassy, sassy black woman. And apparently, she plays the Super Mario Brothers three, but hasn't been able to beat the game. Well, it's not that hard. You just memorize how to not freaking get killed. I mean, like it's it, the thing about Mario is that it, it was a challenging game, but not like a, an overall difficult game. No, and the fact so, that they it looks like she just wanted a spot in the magazine. Like her publicist, they were like dredging the bottom of the talent pool here. Nothing, nothing. I'm sure Marsha Wheelfield's a fine actress. I'm sure you know she's gone on to do some other stuff, but. Yeah, this is Harry not Anderson the and John Larroquette, according to her, are devoted Game Boy fans. John Larroquette's favorite game is Super Mario Land, which he likes to start in the middle of. But you, when do you you don't choose where you start? You hit the start button and you start in World One. Maybe there was codes. I don't remember. I don't think so. Mark though. Harry and John are the only people who on the show who like to play. It's hard to hold on to a Game Boy on the set. Anytime you set it down, someone picks it up to play. Marsha <laughs> says her favorite game at the moment is Super Mario Bros. 3 and offers the following advice. 
Get the magic whistles as quickly as possible and skip the worlds you're not good at. <laughs> so, uh, affirmative, affirmative action in, 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 in action, people. <laughs> She's using the warp whistles to get ahead. All right. That's, yeah. that's racist with power. Bl- All right. Black, um, black and white lives matter. <laughs> All right. Um, then we have the Ness Achievers. Um, I'm interested here, like, not too much in it, but just like, I'll, obviously, a lot of these are just people that wrote in saying they finished the game. But like, I'm already if you looking- finish a few of these games, like, you can get your name in the back. Like, Bandit Kings of Ancient China. One dude, Mike Cunningham from Houston, wrote in. He got his name in the magazine just from finishing the game. So. And du- Advanced Dungeons and Dragons was finished by Tony Martinez of Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Or Martinez for people that speak Spanish. All right. And, and we got Gremlins 2, the new batch. We got a guy, Timothy Liu, which makes, <laughs> which makes me laugh. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, all right. So on to the pack watch, if that's right with you. <laughs> oh, someone beat the immortal. And their name is like Anthony Anzalone, which... I, I thought it's zone. It, exactly. That's what I right. saw. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to read this again. Oh, shit. It's not what I thought. All right. On to the pack watch. Uh, let's see what stuff that's coming down the line for us. <laughs> is, is, is that what Trump's new surveillance system is called? Pack watch. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's see. We Your have country a... is tail spinning. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile a, my country has a young friendly socially progressive amazing guy who's a socialist oh look what you look what we, we, we elected our socialist leader and things are going great meanwhile you sent yours to the curb because uh, America the, the greatest we didn't send anyone to the curb Bernie's the gone limits. Bernie's oh. out well, right. I mean, he, okay, okay. All right. Um, Defenders of Diatron City, which is a NES game that's coming. I never from... heard of it, but these guys are... It looks kind of cool. It's like a superhero game. <laughs> with mutants. So it's like X-Men, but not branded. So you got and, Jet and, Headstrong, and not Toolbox. Sta- and not stained by LJN. Buzzsaw Girl, to name a few. Hammerhead. Oh, it's Lucasfilm. Okay. Because it looked kind of good. Yeah, because this looked too zany and wacky to be LJN. And- oh, remember, I, they were saying this was coming from Howlett Fruits, like, last last issue. I don't think this... I'm not sure if this got... Oh, it, did, it did get made. I didn't believe it did, and I looked it up. But yeah, so... We kind, of kind, of a z- kind of an offbeat superhero game. It's a LucasArts uh, game. It's a LucasArts mm-hmm. game, so you gotta yep, check it out. Yep, that's why I just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Konami. And then we have some Konami Star Trek Carmen games. Carmen Sandiego. And Carmen Sandiego. I love that on the PC. On the Apple II, I used to play that in the school library. Well, I bet you're going to hate it on the Nintendo, so you better check that out. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to play it on the Nintendo. I'm not sullying the good memories no, I have you got to play it, so there's no... you got to play so that you can say, okay, here's how it's inferior. Well, one, two... <sighs> how, should, how shall I rip thee? Let me count the ways. Um, well, it's just a game that works better with a mouse. That's really... I mean, that's my problem that I'll have with it, I can tell you right now. Uh, Ninja, Ga- Ninja Gaiden 3 is coming as well. I mean, it's probably just more of the same, just better, <laughs> I would assume. And now you got the guy that looks like Frieza in the cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> no one who has seen what's going on here would live to tell about it. Filthy Sam. Uh, and then we have Treasure Master. Which really looks like McKids. Oh, it looks terrible. Whatever it is. Look at the, look at the, the, the last cutscene. Oh, that's kind of cool. The first person to finish a secret level in the game will win a $25,000 bond. Shit. Many of these people... It's worth playing this piece of shit. 
Well, I'm... <laughs> uh, as you can imagine, the code is top secret and the password system has been proven uncrackable by the MIT and CIA. Yeah, right. Okay, um, but that's kind of cool that they had a, like, a challenge to the gamers, like, who will finish this first. I mean, you've seen that in some modern games where like the first player to get whatever gets a prize. Oh. Uh, Ooh, I remember there was a baseball game that it like if you threw a perfect game, you went and you ended up like being entered into a pool where you would compete for like a million dollars or something like that. Speaking so. of entered into a pool, check out the next one with Wolverine swimming. Yeah. And it's an LJN game, so you know it's going to be good mm, to talk about. <laughs> Like, why the fuck do we see Wolverine swimming? He's got a metal lace skeleton. He's at least 350 pounds. He's walking on the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah. So, uh, what else do we have coming from Acclaim? Terminator. MVP baseball. Terminator's coming. Terminator Trog. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. What the hell is Trog? I'm assuming Trog is this thing in the bottom right. That psycho clown thing? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we got a lot of shit coming from Acclaim. Is what we know. Uh, yeah. And uh, we get to see Kung Fu 2. And Gossip Galore, we got Kung Fu 2 and Hammer and Harry. <laughs> Hammer and Harry. That sounds... If that's not important, I'm going to be completely disappointed in the world. I'm thinking of a psycho killer like the Beatles song, Maxwell Silver Hammer. He just comes along, people with, with a hammer, and just puts the claw in their skull and watches them drop. And then we have another Ultima game coming. One of us has to play an Ultima game just to see, because we're seeing like three of them already. One of us likes RPGs, the other one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the solidarity prick. <laughs> anyway, Snow Bros. Which definitely sounds like two dudes doing cocaine together. Uh, I was thinking about them snowballing each other, but there we go. But uh, Yours is gayer. All right. Um, and then more romance and uncharted waters. Romance of the Three Kingdoms 2, because, uh, yeah, we didn't get enough tactical numbers in the in the first one. <sighs> uncharted, there's, so there are two different games, though, yeah. right? Okay. And no, like and Uncharted then, Waters focuses on Western history and includes action a few action sequences, so it must be the American numbers game. Alright, and they're saying that Natsume had two Super Nintendo games that were not finished enough to show at CES. Taxon will also take a show off to concentrate on development. About what? Well I guess we'll have to find out. Alright, what do we have coming soon? Captain Planet. Darkman, Defenders of Dinatron City, which I never heard of. I can't believe I never heard of this. Uh, uh, Star Wars, that that game's pretty interesting. Trog, yeah, where's Waldo? The Flash? There was a Flash game on the Nintendo? <laughs> it's definitely Tr- not on the iPad. Trog, Euphoria, where's Waldo and Wolverine? Ugh. Yeah. Then, uh, All right, King's and Quest then... King's Quest uh, is coming later. All right, and then we have Bulletin Board, which is more of the same. You get back issues. They now have collector sets of like popular groupings of games, uh, phone numbers to call, and then uh, it has a list of all the people that won the uh, 10 Nintendo games from the March issue. 
Uh, and then, so what do we have next month? We have uh, Gradius Super NES- 3 Super Mario Super. World Act Razor as a part of a Super NES preview, which is pretty awesome looking. And in Ninja Gaiden mm-hmm. 3, Irene is dead and Ryo has been framed for murder, but the heroic ninja won't take it sitting down. Revenge, mystery, and a secret plot make up the final chapter of this hit series. And uh, speaking of the opposite of a hit series, Final Fantasy Legend 2 for the Game Boy. <laughs> Squaresoft follows its popular Game Boy RPG, Final Fantasy Legend, with a sequel that is sure to please fans. Uh, not thinking that. It's an epic adventure with plenty of twists and turns to keep you guessing. Yeah, this is a game where you have to friggin' buy punch. So if you want, if you like, if you are fighting an enemy and you run out of your own fist, you can't fight the enemy anymore because that's the hallmark of a good game. <laughs> this is all right. And then there's a Mega Man Doctor Wily's Revenge coming to Game Boy as well. But this letter is amazing. Did you see this? Oh, Gail Tilden, who didn't return right. my message. <laughs> okay. So she explains the problem they run into with licensing as far as game coverage, like with um, the publishers having issues with. Okay, so I'll just get into it because it's actually kind of. I just read through it while you were talking about whatever you were talking about. Um, and it says uh, we get very excited when we hear about a game being developed on it based on a hit movie. There is a problem, however, just because the licensee has purchased the right to make the game based on the movie, it doesn't mean it has a right to feature the actors who appear in it. Working with celebrities can be tricky business. For example, Arcadia had the Robin Hood game in the works when it heard about the new Warner Brothers movie. It obtained the rights to make the game only after the game was finished did Arcadia discover that it could not include the likenesses of the stars themselves. You'll have to notice we featured Robin Hood on the cover, but there's nowhere in the magazine or in the game where you'll find Kevin Costner. When we worked on Batman, we were able to use still from the movie, provided we we got proper approval, but we were told that Michael Keaton's agents did not like that Batman poster from the November 89 issue because it made his face look too fat. (laughs) Sony's image soft was asked to rework his character's hairline in the upcoming movie Hudson Hawk because it looked too much like Bruce Willis, so much for imitation being the sincerest form of flattery. So that is interesting look into the... I mean, I think you're starting to see that, um, you know, sort of people are paying more and more more and more attention to the games and and the licenses and things like that. Because I think a lot of earlier games that would have just kind of gone unnoticed um, by the uh, by the, you know, the actors and things like that. So anyway, that uh, that does wrap up the the issue, it looks like. So if uh, any of our listeners know. Miss Tilden, maybe you can remind her of the message I sent, asking her to be because <laughs> we'd like to talk to her. And- yeah, actually, it would be, she would be pretty interesting. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know where she ended up today. Did you find anything out about her, like where she oh, yeah. where she is now, or She's, where is she now? Uh, okay, well, knowing well, right, but well, your like your best guess is what different. she's. Uh, well, there's uh, she has a page on Moby Games where she uh, focused on U.S. coordinations of Pokemon games, also did VP in product development on Pokemon Project Studio Red version. Uh, she was North at Nintendo of America support for The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D and Master Okay, Quest. so she, 
She stayed on in the Nintendo family for a while then, obviously, looking at this. So she might have moved on to game production, it looks like. but Yeah, she's a strategy, right. brand strategy and marketing consultant for, uh, it doesn't say. Well, if she's still working for Nintendo, that's probably going to be difficult as far as an interview goes, because that's probably a bit more restricted. But, you know, if you're out there and you're... She was also involved in the... She was a bo- on the board of directors for the Girl Scouts of Western Washington. Hmm, probably... Probably her daughter. And she was the founder and CEO of Muddles LLC from October 2010 to April 2016. It was a whole new hybrid of fun, a puppy brand based on the silly names of combination dog breeds like Lambradoodles, Snorkies, Puggles, mini plush packs with free online registration codes and a trading card style pack. Okay, so it sounds like she branched off. So yeah, Gail, get in touch with us. We want to talk to you. We want to hear about your experiences with Nintendo Power. And so. what she did afterwards. All right. Anyway, uh, you want to wrap up the uh, issue for the month? Yep. This is a. This has been a good episode. You can find us on uh, Facebook, the Facebook page, Panda kind of Power, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music Store. You can reach us on our Twitter at Get the Get the Power eighty eight, and uh, yeah, email. Yep, the email playing with power. Uh, is it playing with power? You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna check the email. Get us on Twitter. All right. And yeah, Facebook's the best way. Um, and then if you're liking the show, uh, Patreon will definitely help us to make yep. some more content for you. Patreon.com/slash/playingwithpower. Uh, please, any any little bit there helps. Um, sure. and uh, you know, leave the reviews on iTunes for us. That's really the best way for us to rank ourselves up. Uh, and if you have anything you'd like you know, change with these episodes or, or any way you think it could be better. Or even yeah. if you're really loving it and you might like to be on for an episode, maybe we could uh, ha- have you on, yeah. you know, Praise. like some of our bigger fans. We've, uh, we've been more than uh, happy to have them on to talk about games that they're interested in. So yeah. praise criticism or you want to guest, let us know on Facebook right. or Twitter. Just talk to us. And if you're a particularly attractive, uh, you know, uh, female and uh, willing to travel to the Ontario uh, region. Ontario is <laughs> the size of like three European countries. So let's just say Ottawa. All I right, don't want them sure. ending up in Sudbury or uh, Manitoulin Island. And your and your car's tires are properly inflated and <laughs> s- suited for travel. Uh, you can hit Mike up. And, uh, and your cats you don't know. look like they survived a tornado. All right. Any Uh Eddie, it's been fun. Um, if you, is there anything else we need to really talk about? I'm kind of rambling uh, now, I guess. No, you can check out our YouTube channel, Playing the Power. Yep. We've got some videos there of uh, earlier episodes. In case you wanted to wonder what we were talking about or looking at, then you can read it with us. So, and it looks like as we were recording, my Raspberry Pi showed up. So I'm going to go build me a retro pie. So anyway, everyone, hope you uh, all have a great day and we look forward to talking with you soon. So... Entertainment system. Now you're playing with 